Session is a podcast that displays the black man's respect in society. Session is hosted by two black men, myself, Valley G, and Javel Martinez. We touch on real life topics like politics, music, culture, values, but more importantly, we have thought provoking content. We're not here to play it safe. You could agree with us or not. We invite the rebuttals. We know the podcast won't be for everybody, but hey, this is us. The session. Two G's in a pod. Right, what's going on, Valley G? What's going on, man? How you doing? Um, I don't really know. I have a lot of mixed emotions today. Yeah. Woke up and uh started reading Twitter and it kind of read like a history book to me. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, are we we're really we're really here. Chapter 2020, right? After COVID. Like COVID <laughs> is still going on. Right? Y'all cops miss killing niggas that much that you had to go that ham. Like as if COVID wasn't killing enough people, right? right. I, I thought we were going to come out a little better. And I'm kind of just like, wow, yeah, like, shit's done opened up and, yeah, Look, we're man, still killing uh, people. Yeah. People are still dying. The riots. Thank God for the, uh, thank God for the camera phone, right? The camera phone? Camera phone. phone. Social media. You, you heard what Will said. It's like, Will said, uh, it's just... Being filmed, but, right? At this point, yo. So I, I, I just have to mention this tweet that I just read, and you know, stuff is wild when people are making comments like, "The aliens are watching Earth like this season's fire," like we were just about to stop watching Earth, but they came out with that flame. Yo, it's it's wild. That's crazy. I can't believe people are still dying. These are some uh. The trying times we live in right now, definitely. Um, but I think uh, we all, at this point, man, it's just like you know, just people is frustrated. I, I think that's all you're seeing, just people frustrations. Um, you know, like Dr. Martin Luther King said, you know, riots are just you know the voices of, of the you know unheard at this point. You know, just this stuff is just frustration. And then let me say this, like all these uh places that are getting vandalized and, you know, looted and all that stuff, man. Like, you know, this is why these places, these big companies, they have, you know, property insurance. You know, this these items and, and materialistic things, these things can be replaced, you know, but human lives cannot. cannot. That's, that's yeah. you know, I just want to stress the importance of that because I'm, I keep seeing people wanting to turn to, you know, oh, they're they're looting and and this isn't a peaceful protest. And you know, we're getting. To, I mean, how we're getting to, do you want us to be? Yeah, like we're, we're, we're not out here shooting you. Well, I mean, what you're seeing is just people. You're just seeing people's frustration. Like, and I think we all just at this point, we all need to acknowledge that, hey, man, you know, law enforcement has a problem when dealing with people. Of color, right. especially black people, right? Especially, especially when black you're people. Intimidated. Not, them, and when I when I when I hear people say, "Well, you know, oh, well, please kill more white people," yes, that is true. Because there's more white people. Like it's about seventy percent of of the United States is white, so that's not at, at Bro. this proportionate rate. Bro, there's no, I'm, there's you no know, like it's like we're four black men are four to five times more likely Bro. to experience death. At the hands of law enforcement. That's the problem. It's like, bro, I'm only 13% of the population. I'm the minority. I shouldn't be dying on camera this way all the time. 
Bro, I work for y'all not to to y'all not to understand. Like, yo, this is a problem. Right. Like, this is a problem across the board. Period. It's it's not a it's not a, it's we you can't keep saying, oh, it's just it's it's just a couple bad cops. Like, no, if it was just a couple bad cops, you wouldn't it's see bad it. Bad training on top of bad. We're just we're just making. witnessing this all the time. All the time, and it's not just law enforcement; it's even in society all the time. Bro, I worked on mental time. health for five so, years, right? You know, five years. In five years, out of all the people that we had to restrain, out of all the people that we had to hold down, nobody died. Nobody almost died. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's ways to handle people and situations. These are the same people that you cops bring to the hospital to Baker Act. That we have to, we don't have bulletproof vests, we don't have tasers, we don't have pepper spray, we just have our hands. Mm-hmm. So, for us to be put in the same type of environment with the same type of patient that you're dealing with as, as an officer, like, I think, I think that there needs to be a change, right? Right. A culture change. Um, and I think, you know, it really starts with that happening on the training side of how you train your officers well um america has another case of uh, accountability on its hands and we'll, i mean we we're all waiting staying tuned to see if well, who's holding them accountable the yeah president, the president's well, the, not you, you saw what he tweeted that's fine we but that's not that's nothing new you know it's that, not yeah. it's not new to me you're i don't right. know i don't, I don't know, know why that, I'm yeah like this I, is, expect, this is, I, I expected more right it's not shocking to black people mm. It may be shocking to the rest of the world, but it's not shocking to us. We, it's not like it's not like this stuff is anything new, man. We've been telling, we've been saying this for for hundreds of years at this point. We've been saying that, like, yo, we have a problem with police. Mm-hmm. We have a problem with law enforcement. There is a problem there. Now the question is, are we going to search and f- look for a solution? And I'm not here to sit here and tell you that all law enforcement is bad. All cops are bad because that is not the case. Shout out there, to UQ. There, there are some good cops. I know a couple good cops, man. Shout out to my boy Decon. Um, so you know, and we know I, it's hard for y'all too, man. Yeah, you like I, 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 I can only imagine what it's like to be a, a black law enforcement officer right now, but, or just even a law enforcement officer of color seeing this right now and trying to contain it and being given right. orders to do something and maybe disagreeing with what's being done. Right. But right. this is the thing, man. Uh, the good cops, y'all got to start holding these bad yeah, cops, cops accountable. accountable. You know, and it's just like anything, bro. Like if you worked in the healthcare industry or if you worked in whatever type of industry, we're always told to hold everybody accountable. accountable. We're adults, right? When, when y'all yeah. see this stuff going on, y'all got to be the ones to step in. When you see this going on, you got to be the guy and to say us in up. the black community. We ought to be there to stand behind y'all. Like at the end of the day, like that's because y'all y'all are extension of our community too. So and that's another thing that we really gotta look into is when did police officers stop having to be police in their community like you you can't live in you know osceola county and be a police officer in volusia county like that that could have never happened back in the day if you had to apply to be a police officer in the the city limits or the county limits that you actually lived in but now like yeah if you go up to volusia you don't know them you weren't raised with them. You didn't grow up with them. You don't know the people. You don't live there. So you're policing an area that you don't even live in. You don't even know the culture. And I think, you know, we really got to look at that and see when when did that stop happening? You know, that. Well, I mean, I know people is, uh, you know, people is upset right now. But just, like I said, man, just a lot of frustration. Um, but, you know, we'll all be waiting to see if, if you know, 
if uh, people are held accountable. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? I don't think at any point. Just, I mean, it's, these stories are just crazy to hear about. And I think they're crazy to hear about because, you know, like the, the Brianna Taylor story, like, yo, I, I could be home, you know what I'm saying, and somebody just busts up in my apartment and start shooting. The police just bust in my house and start shooting. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know why they're shooting. You know, and they shoot me eight times and, and mm. you fuck around, you're at the wrong place. You get, Like, that's just accountability has to happen when things like that take place. That's, you know, and what do I mean by accountability? Like, people need to start going to jail for a really long time. Money needs to be lost. As in pensions and, and trainings, trainings need to be, yeah. Like, these are things that need to happen. When you talk about reform, this stuff is like, this is almost like a culture. Like, no, this culture has got to change. And it's not on black people to change it. Like I, like I said, man, never forget how we got here. Mm. Never forget how I got here. That's what I be saying. Like, never forget why I'm here. I'm not here because I, I'm here because over fucking 400 years ago, y'all enslaved my people and brought me over here. I don't know my heritage. I don't know. I don't know where I come from. I don't know. What that was taken from me. Yeah, that was taken from me. So never forget why I'm here in the circumstances I got to deal with because of that. That's the bigger picture. Focus on that. Like, yeah, it's a problem. And I don't understand why it's so difficult for people to acknowledge that, yes, this is a problem. This is a problem. You know what? Let's acknowledge that it's a problem and let's work to get it fixed. But it's hard, right? It's hard to make that claim or that point when you are, you know, in a country who, you know, have its constitution, right? That didn't really even include you within it. You know, we weren't even considered a person. Um, Three fifths human, huh? Right. So, um, and I'm, it is it's crazy. It's like people still view us that way. Like, right. Keep in mind, man. Like, like these I said, people man, were we, raised by somebody. Like black people, we didn't truly get rights to the seventies. So people that thought that that shit was okay are still right. alive today. Right. Like that, I, I that ideology is still alive today. So like when we say that racism still exists, like this is the type of stuff that we mean. Like this is the systematic racism. People that don't we understand. Mean. It's just like Alabama just, I wouldn't say in the last three to five years, banned slavery. Obviously, the federal law trumps it, but we're talking about 2015 to 2019. That slavery was abolished in Alabama. This is the this is the type of world that we still live in, you know. And it, it's really difficult when people don't see it that way. And you know, people are you know raised to you know live a certain way or be be taught a certain way. And um, I think that you know it, it starts with the whole preamble. Like we 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 could get to the first you know, sentence of it. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. Like, like we could just stop right there. We, the people. So who, who are these people? Because we weren't, y'all didn't consider us as people. So we, white America, we, we, these people 
of the United States to establish justice. Justice that we can't even get when there's evidence on video of what was done to somebody who wasn't resisting or running or fighting back eight whole minutes while everybody's telling you that you're killing him, he's dying, he can't breathe. But we're talking about justice, you know, and I think that's where the problem starts and I think that's where it's going to always continue to be when you have something that is supposed to be leading your country um, or guiding your country, you know, doesn't even really include you in it. All right, bro. So I know everybody's been talking about different things that's been uh, going on throughout the country. Um, what are your thoughts about the Killer Mike video that you saw? Um, <laughs> Mr. Michael Rinder. Um, I loved it, man. I, I like when uh, I love when Killer Mike speaks. But I, I think he brought up some great points, man. Let's let's mobilize, strategize, you know, and uh, try and get a positive outcome. Like that's when you talk about action. That's the action we need to take. We need to really pay attention. Um, like I said, voting is on the way. So, uh, you know, these things that keep popping up, so like not lose keep, focus. Yeah, like keep, keep the awareness, keep the yeah. message, keep the awareness, keep the motivation. You notice that's why they're um, not bringing it up on the news. Let's, let's, let's strategize and mobilize, you know, like, you know, mobilizing your community, mobilizing your neighborhood. Let's be you know smart. Be you know. smart about how we move. You know, um, if you're going to protest, if, you, if you're going to loot or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Don't loot it, you know. Your local businesses, you know, what I'm saying, you can hit the major places if that's what you want to do, but don't hit, don't hit this, you know, your local, your black business, your, your, your you know, what I'm saying your Hispanic businesses, your you businesses need to go to that color. student support loan those, office. Support those places, man. Try and support uh, your communities and place your local communities, man. That's yeah. that's what I would say. Mobilize and strategize. But I think that he just touched on some really great points. Um, if you haven't seen it, man, I want to say it's about eight minutes, eight minutes long, man. Really look that up. Um, he was speaking to a uh, speaking to the city, you know, last night. So, and the fact is that I re- what I really Shout liked about it there too. Wow. Yeah, they too. said they were they were grilling tip on that shirt though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I I really think that um, that uh, speech that he gave the clip to me, I feel like that one hit different than than his others because you could hear like the 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 hurt. You know, the pain, because it's like his family are law, is law enforcement, you know. And um, I think that he's kind of torn between two things, but understands what needs to happen and what is right. And um, I think he's also talking because he also knows that history is going to repeat itself, that we're not going to take advantage of the situation like we should. Um, so I think that that part wasn't really kind of brought up as people were kind of commenting on on all those things. But uh, what I hope doesn't happen is that in a few weeks we go back to everything being a okay and copacetic, and we're doing we're back into our daily routines of you know back back to work. You know, be smart about this, guys. Like places are opening up. Uh, the media is not bringing this stuff up. You know, I, I saw a video today of uh, probably over two, 3,000 people in Atlanta doing a moment of silence, not rioting, 
not looting. Yeah. Just a moment of silence. Just the showing n- peace. Change the narrative, man. The people in Minneapolis they're, they're were clean, showing that. The people in Minneapolis were cleaning up the city and stuff after uh, after the protests. The city right. came out there picking up all the you know stuff that happened. And I'm just like you know this is not the images that people want to display when you right, look at right. Don't you know, let the them distract media. you, man. So we all know voting is coming up, right? What have we been hearing about that? Nothing. You know, don't. Don't let the media distort your your vision. Don't Listen. let them discourage you. Yeah, you know we need we need to go out in record numbers and yeah, put and these people put these people out of office and get the right ones in there. That's how that's how we make this change, man. And and those right ones we hold accountable too. Like yeah. we just don't say okay we got them in and that's it. Like no. We got them in and then let's do these changes and make like if the pro- if the prosecutor isn't prosecuting these officers for, for those deaths. We're going to vote you out. We're going to put somebody in there that's going right. to do the damn job. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put a DA in there that's going to do the damn job. So, you know, yeah. Don't wait until it's somebody that you know that dies. And then that gives that's you when, yeah to start feeling motivated to do something, you know, or in memory of somebody, you know. Um, there, there's plenty of ways to be involved or to to be part of that change. Um, okay, bro. So another uh, kind of comment that I saw was um, somebody that I know is a teacher, and um, you know he was like, "I can't put my hand on no kids, no matter what's going on. I lose my job." You mm-hmm. know, right. it's just like, you know, at what level are we saying is it okay for, you know, because we've seen videos of cops, you know picking kids up and slamming them down and yeah. being overly aggressive Absolutely. and stuff. But, um, you know, just at what point have we a lot, like at what line does the line have to be crossed in order for that excessive force to be used? Right. You know, you're using that excessive force like prematurely. Like you don't even know what's going to happen. Uh, did you see the video of the guy that got pulled over mm-hmm. and the cop came up to the window with his gun drawn? Mm-hmm. You yeah, that, he went, off, he on went off on him. Yeah, bro, it's like you come with your gun draw. Yeah, like, you, he literally he, the yeah. cop had nothing to say, bro. Like he pretty much was just like, "Yo, you're, for a, you're about to for, take a, a turn signal for a routine traffic stop." Uh, now, this is what I signal. this is what I will say. There, my my counter to that is, I know I know there have been cases of some officers that have been wrongfully shot on routine traffic stops right. by offenders when they were approaching the vehicle. So I get where. It's some level of caution, right? But you but call for backup in that in that if, situation. If, that, if that's the, if that's the case, but I think you should always assess the situation too, which is why you have to have it's all about training. Right. If, keep in mind, in my in my line of work, I work a lot with law enforcement. Um, I'm in security management, so a lot of times when we do outside contracts, we work with law enforcement. But just the one thing about training when I'm going through that is I'm very vocal. We're dealing with people. I want you to hear me. I want you to understand what I'm asking you to do so you can comply with that. Everything doesn't need to be, you know, physical action or or appealing of a weapon. A lot of times just me telling you to do something in an authoritative voice is going to get you to do it. It's, I mean, that's a lot of times, 90% of people will comply with that. It's the 10% that don't that present the problem. And we don't have a problem when you use force on those people. But it's plenty of videos right. yeah, floating we're not, around. Yeah, we're not saying there. that every person that's yeah. out here. So, so yeah. this is what I say. Thank God he didn't, he didn't you know, right. actually pull the weapon and fire on them. But 
you know, the guy's like a routine traffic stop. You don't see, you see both my hands on the steering wheel. He didn't have a reason to actually go for that weapon unless he just felt uncomfortable when dealing with somebody of and color. At that point, and that's what it had, appears. There was an, the solution to that, if the mind state, why was the solution to pull your weapon? Why wasn't your solution to? Let me call for an additional officer, and I'm gonna let the driver know. Or you, you can know, just like you can just as easily be vocal with the guy in the car. Hey, sir, I need you to, I need you to put your hands on the steering wheel for right. me. Put your hands on the steering wheel for me, okay? And you, as you get closer to the car, do you have any weapons in the car? Hey, I understand you don't feel safe. You know what? I can respond to you. No, right. sir, I don't have any weapons right. in the car. Right. Or yes, sir, I do have a weapon in the car. It's under my seat. Right. Because you're vocal with me. You're telling me what you need me to do. I'm so you can feel vocal. safe. Right. I'm going to be just Because I want to feel safe. Yeah, because I want to feel safe and I want to make it home. I'm going to comply. Right. Understand, like, as a black person, when, when I... Uh, when I deal with law enforcement, and keep in mind, I deal with law enforcement a lot because of the line of work that I'm in. I am petrified. I am scared. Whenever I get pulled over, the because way the I, story, I can talk, I can talk to my other friends who, who are white, and, and it's a completely different interaction as opposed to the interaction I have to have with law enforcement to make sure that they feel safe in dealing with me. Mm-hmm. And this is just for any routine traffic stop, day any interaction, night. day or night. Because I don't want to die. I want to make it home. Not that I don't want to get a ticket. Not that I don't want to possibly go to jail. Like, no, we're talking about dying. Not being able to wake up the next day. And keep in mind, I can can only imagine if you have, you know, a child. You know what I'm saying? You got a black son or a black daughter. Like, I'm pretty sure there are parents that, that live in constant fear of that. I can only imagine the type of fear you must have, thinking that could be my son or daughter that leaves the house one day and they never come home because they had an intera- the wrong kind of interaction with law enforcement. Oh, they reached for a cell phone and they thought it was a gun, and they shot. Hmm. A lot of this stuff go- comes down to training, man. Like, it really does. This, this comes down to training. And... Like I was saying, like to my cops, to my law enforcement people, y'all got to hold these bad people accountable. Y'all can't just keep letting them. If you know something or you see something, y'all got to start saying something. Yeah, but at this point, y'all got to start getting I, the I, fuck out I, of there. I get, I get why. I understand it's hard. No, like you could be telling your boss who's in on it too, or who feels the same way. So, hey, man, but like just, I, just, just as that is that you know. There's an internal affairs everywhere. You know right. what I'm saying? There are people that look into that. You know, this is why human resources places exist, okay? For that. It's 2020. You can't just turn a blind eye to everything. You're right. That dude had what? More than... Uh, the, the, the Minneapolis uh, police officer, dude with the, the knee on his neck, had more than like 12 complaints. Hmm. You mean to tell me this dude... So, it's a, it's a history there. Like, it's a red flag there. So, I'm pretty sure he had way more than just those 12. You know what I mean? That those are the 12, 12 that were on wax. Reporting. You know what I'm saying? There's no telling. He might have had 30 or 40 interactions that are somewhat like that in abuse of power. So, let me tell you what's worse. Is it worse to have a bad cop or to just let a criminal go? Hmm. And then it's like the black people we see dying aren't even criminals, bro. At all, twenty. They're not. They're over not. They're a just counterfeit twenty that he could have got from somebody else. It at first it was a check. It's a counterfeit twenty. Like I, I understand, but this stuff comes down. This comes down to training. 
this comes down to training. And this is a cultural training. Because I, I could see if it was isolated. And you can say, oh, well, this is just this one, this one case in this one area. Like, no, man. We've seen this across the board. Seen it everywhere. All right. Like we said, if I woke up and felt like I was reading a history book, bro. It wasn't like, oh, wow, this is the first time this happened. No, like, I, I really feel like we're in the modern day 60s, bro. Like we y'all y'all like, might all, feel like you. All I'm going to say it. is, during this COVID ep- epidemic, gun sales went up, hmm. ammunition was bought. Now you're having people that have negative interactions with law enforcement. People have lost jobs. Obviously, our our government didn't do the best job of handling this COVID epidemic. Yeah, they said we're not gonna get it no more. Yeah, more people that are unemployed. Um, you know. Some local governments are successful in their programs. Some are not right now. Florida's unemployment program is trash right now. So I don't know how people in Florida are really doing, but I know it's not very well because that unemployment system is still a very shitty system at this point. Um, so, I mean, this is a whole recipe for Devastate. bad things to happen is what I'm saying. And I think the last thing America wants is people firing shots at the police. Um, and it's something Killer Mike said because we know there are black officers, so we know some black officers are gonna die, and that's the last thing we don't want officers dying. Mm. Okay, so I think you know America really needs to get itself. You I think we need to get ahead of this, and we need to start like this. Is this needs to be a message that's sent? Like, hey, if you if you if you do this, you going to jail. You going to jail for a really long time, and it needs to be it, like send the message. This shit is not acceptable anymore. If we catch you doing this shit, you're going to jail for life. And we're taking everything from mm. I think that's that's a hard message. They it took is. my pension. I'm in I'm in I'm in prison for the next twenty five to, to to life. Yeah, you gonna die in there in a cell for doing that. And that needs to be a message sent to anybody with a badge that thinks it's okay to do that. And I guarantee you it won't happen. When you do, when you, when that type of stuff starts to happen, you trust me, you will get rid of the problem. That's the justice we need to see. Not a slap on the wrist. Not oh, we're just gonna arrest him and let him go. No, that's the justice. It needs to be harsh. It needs to be hard. And it needs to be sent. And the message needs to be sent to everyone that this shit is unacceptable. If we catch you doing it, you're going for life. And we're taking your money too. And that's not even a hard message to send, man. We value human lives. That's all. Everybody deserves humanity. I think we all can agree on that. If it was all so simple, bro. If it was. If it was all simple. I think it is. I think with that video of I'm a prosecutor, that, that is in the bag. I just hope the other ones get um, get uh, charged too, bro. It, you know, it, it it was more than one person holding that that man down. Um, how do you feel about um, who was supposed to be on Good Morning America and they didn't go on with the Ice Cube? Yeah. You feel like that that made a statement at all? You think anybody kind of? I mean, people noticed, but I mean. I, I took it as like, yo, that's frustrating today. Like, yeah. I ain't, I ain't, I'm not in the mood to talk right now. 
right. after seeing that, or I'm not ready to talk about what I know. You're gonna start asking me on top because of that. You're not gonna like. Well, me. I mean, cl- shot cl- two claps for my for Ice Cube. Oh, for, uh, I'm not hating, bro. For not yeah, for yeah. not coming out and just speaking. We knew what they were gonna do. You knew they were. Gonna yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be very upset seeing that video, and who knows, you know. What his response would have been. It mm-hmm. might have been like, you know. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I think that anger. That would anger anybody, man. So. I think this last week really. I think it hit different for a lot of people. Man, all this shit going on and Kobe dead. That's but just. For, oh, that still uh, hurts my soul. Started with Kobe and it just didn't stop. It just did not stop from there. But um, I think that this hit differently uh, for a lot of reasons, and I think not necessarily saying COVID was one of them, but mm-hmm. the whole, like, people were just with their families for the past couple of weeks, you know, like, they, they didn't really months. have anywhere to go. Yeah, months, bro, you're right. But I follow a couple of celebrities on my timeline, and um, pretty much, ev- like, everybody's publicly saying something. You know, we saw Jamie Foxx giving a speech. Um, we talked about Ice Cube, we talked about Killer Mike, like, just the presence of the black community right now that are being vocal in multiple ways, right? So we have the people protesting, we got people rioting, we got people speaking up who we really haven't heard from in a while. Yeah, but you got, you got um, some, you got some people trashing it too. Yeah, uh, always, bro. You're always going to have somebody trashing it. And, that, and that's the shit that makes Look, us man, feel dumb. Um, this is what I say. Sometimes you got to know. Just to shut the fuck up, right? Just if you don't, if you don't know anything about the topic, just don't. It's better to not say anything. Yeah, I, I prefer not to. Come yeah, I prefer enough. you just to be silent. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with being silent. It's nothing wrong with it if you if you don't know enough information. If you don't know, wait till you get some info, then articulate whatever it is you're trying to say. But if you just come out blasting, just some people came out tone deaf. I know Michael Porter Jr. is definitely one of them. Uh, What's uh the the kid from um the Get Down? Uh, uh I don't know his real name. Shaolin Shaolin yeah, Fantastic. What are you talking about? Yeah. What's his name? Shamik Moore or something like that. Yeah. He was coming out saying some stuff on his his Instagram. I'm just like, oh, you know, it, he. I'm just like, this is the type of though. I'm like, these are instances where you guys just don't need to say yeah, that. Don't yeah. just don't need to speak right now because people are already upset. So the last thing they want is somebody tone deaf bringing up things that are totally unrelated to what's going on right you know trying to sympathize and you know just like no we're not trying they're not trying to hear that i think we're past that yeah at this point people are frustrated and it's just like they just sound really tone deaf and ignorant and in those cases it's just like i'd rather you just not say anything than to come out here and look ignorant so bro um i kind of remember what i wanted to tell you earlier and i think this is like a good segue to the bank robbery yeah all right right. so like i think there's always a lot of conversation about what is right what is wrong how how we should handle this situation so it's kind of like where do we like kind of like where's that next point right Mm -hmm. we we always get here i think this time we we teetered the line a little bit we we went a little further as black america that we usually do you might get one riot you know but what's been happening this past week uh we just you know was watching at the white house and how they're you know now now we're pulling barricades back like 
wow, we're, we're getting we're getting to that point where they might go get the water hose on us, you know. Um, but what happens? They were throwing tear gas. <laughs> my you know, guy. But get the analogy of what I'm saying. I, like I, the I, water hoses and bulldogs. I, like at, I don't think at this point you're gonna start. When are they gonna start shooting in the crowds, right? I don't think right. they're. Huh? Yeah, let's not that. say it. But you're right; they're not above that. So um, the point that I'm trying to make is like, what do we do after this? Like, we 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 never really gotten past this part as Black America, and um, you know, so I was talking to a friend earlier today, and we were kind of having the same conversation. Um, you know, I was telling her that I don't disagree with the riots, but I also don't like how they're being handled. Um, you know. Why aren't we being more smart with where we're picking to riot at? Um, <clears throat> you know, places that would make more sense, more, I guess, getting more hype than just the actual burning the building down, you know. Um, but I go to say that to say, like, when you have a bank, you know, think of a bank robbery, right? Right. Um, when you have a group of people who seem to be intelligent, um, and they go to rob a bank. What is the first thing that they do when they get inside the bank? Um, usually, do they do they automatically go get the money right away? You gotta get everybody down. All right, all so, hostages yeah. just gather. Right, right. So, take out security. All right, uh, yeah. Bank, bank manager, whoever, whoever has all the keys to the vaults and the money, and you know, it's, exactly. you gotta get. The security cameras knock them out. You know, it's, getting, it's all a bunch of shit. It's very interesting. And, they're, you know and I mean? they know that the police are coming. Yeah. Because all they got to do is press a button and, right. you know. All right. So, so the police. So the chase I, is on. <laughs> I'm glad you said that, bro. And I'm glad I didn't have to explain that. I'm glad we're here. All right. So the, the second thing that they're probably doing is waiting for that what? That, that they're waiting. We know you're coming, police. While I'm talking to you on the phone, we're starting to set shit up for our exit or we're starting to you know we haven't even touched the money yet i'm letting you know i'm waiting for that nego the the hostage negotiator to call me right and we say hey i need x y and z to happen within an hour and if you don't do this i'm gonna sh i'm gonna kill a hostage every hour for every hour until i get what i want i have 43 hostages do the math boom they die, their blood's on your hands. Somewhat, you know, what usually happens. Right. After they make that contact, then they start doing what they got to do. They're getting the money, they're getting their shit, or whatever the case may be, what they came for. Imagine if the rioters had that mentality. Right? All right, you know what? We burn Target down. Okay? I'm letting you know, police officers... Can't bring back life, but what you can do is establish quarterly uh, cultural diversity courses for all of the officers, you know, on a quarterly basis. You know, not just when you get hired, every quarter you're going to be going through some type of cultural diversity training. And if you don't pass it, you can't come back into the field. Exactly. And if that doesn't happen in the next two weeks, we're going to burn something else down. And we're going to keep burning shit down. Until you get this training done. Like, that that concept to me would make so much more sense because we're burning this down, yes, but we're burning it down because you're also refusing not to train your people better. You know, 
But yet, we're still missing the bigger picture is that you killed somebody unjustly. And this is why all of this is happening. We're not burning this down just because we want to burn this down. Mm-hmm. We're burning this down because, one, you didn't give us justice. Or, Two... Or we pass some kind of, like, you know, sanctioned police law. If police kill an unarmed person, man or woman, right. you will serve 25 years, whether manslaughter... And, and I just want people to realize, like... Whatever, I don't know. You got two black men sitting in front of you. This podcast is about the black man's perspective. But yet, here we are still saying, you know, if the police kill a person. If you make it a crime to kill me, then maybe so many people won't try to actually kill kill me. me. You know what I mean? If you make it so harsh that, you know what, and if you make the crime that harsh, it won't happen anymore. Okay, because people people have the mindset of I'm gonna I'm gonna do do what I want and I'll ask for forgiveness has, later. Has there ever been a time in America where it wasn't or it wasn't legal, I should say, to kill a black man? <laughs> <laughs> they they claim it's illegal now. Uh, yeah, it seems to a lot of people seem to get off when it's a black guy that's the victim. No, but I, I just wanted to make another point. There was a couple times that when when we were talking, I just noticed that, you know, as two black men, even the stuff that we're coming up with or ideas or things that we're talking about, never once I think we said like, hey, if you kill a black man or hey, if you do this to a black man. No, we, we've mentioned like, yo, him or her you know, human, basic human rights, you know, this is stuff that, like, you guys have the capability of already having that because you do it for other people that look like you. We're just talking about doing it for everybody. That's, that's all. You know, like, everyone. And, and and to be a black man and still to be able to have that sense of, that characteristic of empathy, even though we should be the ones being empathized for. That's why I don't know. I don't know if I'm making sense, Valley. I don't know if I'm being too deep for the people. Fine. So where do we go? Where do we go from here, bro? That, that's just my take. I feel like um, that should be our next step. Um, I, I mean, I like what I like what you said as far as the uh, you know diversity courses uh, retraining. I think we make those diversity courses and stuff accountable as part of like you have to have at least an 80% passing grade in this diversity course. And that diversity course might be, you know, somewhere from 8 to 12 weeks. Like, you need to learn how to deal with people. Right. Like, you can't just deal with, oh, you, you know, the things that are going on. Like, it's, it's, it shouldn't be hard for this stuff to happen. I think it's just, like I said, a lot of times it's just training and, and interaction. Because it's not like other countries are not, you know what I'm saying, not having this issue. Like, there's countries out there that don't go, that don't have the same things that we're going through, and they're way less developed than we are. So there's makes ways no for this to yeah, actually it's, happen. It makes right? no sense. You can't tell me it's you not know, possible. But it, it, I know it's hard to you change a habit. You can't. So you can't tell me it's not possible. You can't tell me this is not a problem because it is. The pun. I, I, don't, I don't know if you guys caught that, but we know it's hard to change a habit. We know you've been doing this for years. It's, it's in your blood. But guess what? It's not okay. It's not okay. Man. You know what? Nah, fuck that, bro. Racism can be unlearned. Oh, it can be, bro, because I feel... I've met people like that, you know? Um, Shit can be unlearned. If you want to 
use it. I mean, I feel like most people are racist anyway. You got some underlying issues anyway. Mm. Most of the time. But, um, so what, what would your opinion be of what needs to happen next or what you would like to see happen next? Cause we don't, we don't yeah, really ever talk send, about that send, too much. Send the send message. Uh, I like, I, I honestly haven't thought, really thought about it. I, I don't think I, I have the answers to that. I don't know. I would just like to see accountability. Mm-hmm. So if there, you know, is a federal law that's mandated that says if you're a police officer and you kill an unarmed person, it's ruled that you kill an unarmed person, you know, negligently, you are stripped of all police power. You will serve a 25 to life prison sentence and we will take your pension. Mm. And, you know, we'll put a fine on the police department. We'll find the police department and their pension for uh, and you And the police department and the pension will have to pay the person that they killed mm-hmm. because they were so neglectful like or whatever. Family, yeah, they have to pay that family uh, X amount of money, whatever that is. Because that changes the narrative of a lot of things because you as a chief, right, now of that precinct, you're gonna be yeah more picky on, yeah you gonna be, you're gonna be on your people right hey what is going on why did you or if you're found you know um, a federal law or something you know it's just something that holds everybody accountable. accountable not just the officer but like you said the precinct like you know the you, chief you know and that's what need and that's what needs to happen if this stuff is harsh and it hurts people's pockets I trust me it will stop bro you you want to know something really crazy you saying that just made me think of right All right okay. You have a you have a, a fraternity, right? Mm-hmm. You have a hazing incident where somebody dies. Okay. Do you know usually who gets fired? Not like not just the kids go to jail and stuff like that, but think about it internally in the school. Like majority of the time, they're getting rid of that Greek life director. Yeah. Right. Probably. So if this Greek life director that wasn't even there for any of that stuff to happen is being held accountable for for a hazing incident for a fraternity mm-hmm. that they may not even be a part of, mm-hmm. they lost their job. They're not getting paid anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and this is on their record. So mm-hmm. they can't go get another job in another state. Nobody wants to hire that Greek life director. Right. Why? Why? Why isn't it the same? thing for when it comes to a police chief i mean i guess the mayor or whoever you know if they want to hold that person accountable will do something but that depends if that person looks like us and if they don't then i'm pretty sure that chief is keeping his position you know and that 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 is that's yeah bro uh more than one person needs to be held accountable for this like like you said the precinct if the chief you got you, you guys have, are, you yeah. guys are going to pay a fine that fine is going to go directly to the family of the person that you uh, your precinct neglected, and you, you know, yeah, bro. Maybe some other fines, you know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. some other people get demoted. You know, but you know what's crazy, bro? Who's involved? But you would still have some people that would still be out there killing people. But you know what? If it, if if just if the system works the way it's supposed to, and just serve, they don't fucking beat the charges like they always do. Right. Which is what we're gonna watch. Any, that's sad. I feel that way, but that's just feel like what I'm gonna watch happen. I'm gonna watch this guy beat the charge the same way they let George Zimmerman go, but we didn't quote unquote get that on film. Let's not the talk same, about Zimmerman, this, bro. Look, man, the, he's still out here causing havoc. Like, oh man. So I'm gonna give you this one real quick. So um. Do you remember the uh, North Miami police commander who um, was involved in the uh, shooting? It was uh, this autistic man. 
who was uh, almost shot because he had a toy train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the therapist had his hands in the air as a black man. The therapist was a black man. Mm-hmm. And he pleaded with police, hey, please don't shoot the kid. You know, he's 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 autistic. I'ma get him to um you know, I'ma get him to sit down with a toy train. Just please don't shoot me. I had both my hands up. Officer shot him anyway. Right. Dude asked him, Why did you shoot me? Officer was like, I don't know. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Officer is still employed. Still. Still. Wow. That is a problem. Wow. If you shoot me, whether you kill me or wait, not, bro, wait, bro, you don't, wait. you don't need to be employed by the police department anymore. And that was like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You don't need to be employed by the police department anymore. Like, how do you pass the psyche value? You do not, like, you do not need to be employed. Come on, you're not. You're no longer eligible to be a police officer. Go do something else. Go be a firefighter. Go be a paramedic. Go do something else. You can't do this. Wow. You shot. An unarmed, unarmed man holding his hands up. Both his hands in the air. Trying to help you not kill somebody else. Because the boy's autistic and he's the therapist that's managing. The kid had a toy train. That's... <clears throat> and wow. he's pleading with you. So I'm going to get him to put the toy train we down get him to the, and you shoot him. In order to perform a That guy is still employed, America. And establish justice. To right? the world. That man is still employed by the police department. Justice? That he wasn't fired. Wow. That's why. He wasn't reprimanded. He's still employed. He's still getting <coughs> a check from that police department. And he does not need to That guy does not need to be a police officer. How do people not see like what we're talking about? Like how as a as a human being, as a person, take color, take sex out of it, just you as an individual. Why do you feel like it's okay for that to happen to anybody? Anybody. What did the black race do to the white race? Why are we looked at so differently? Why does the same rights that are equal to these people every day not equal to us? I mean, I know I know the answer, you know. But how... Like, what really happened back then, bro? Like what? what aren't the history books telling us? Like, cause you you're not a person, you so, know, bro. Talking about us being lynched. It, I'm <laughs> talking about us being lynched. I'm talking about you putting the Native what? Americans in a segregation camp. Bro, we, I'm talking we were like, we were skinned for leather wallets and all kinds of stuff. Like what type of person all, does all that? All kinds of trust. And and we're out here calling other people sociopaths. Like what type of sociopaths were you guys? What were you doing that you did not write down in these books? What did you not keep record of? What was happening in these United States, the 13 colonies? Like what was ha- like what do the what do the the stripes on the flag really mean? Hmm. Deep. Well, I'll say this man, I like the fact that we're seeing more um Deep. I like the fact that we're seeing more prominent white Americans come out and oh, bro, and speak I, and I love it, and that's and I and, and I support that. Yeah, man. that's what we need because those those is what you call allies, and we definitely need that. And um, and it's just like the cops thing, like not all. And I'm, I'm happy I'm seeing I'm seeing and all white I'm, people aren't. I'm bad. happy I'm seeing white athletes come out and speak and like yo, this let's acknowledge that this is a problem. That's right. all. Just acknowledge that hey, this is a problem that needs to be addressed. Right. Accountability. Now, now we watch. Accountability, man. That's all we ask for. Accountability. That's I'm, all we ask for. I'm, I'm really surprised. 
at what black America is doing right now. Um, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I'm also not mad. I'm, I'm like, I'm like in, in the middle. Um, I'm happy to see more have happened this go around than the last go around. Um, I would love to say that there's not going to be another round of this, but we know there will be. I don't know if, if y'all just woke up a sleep, a sleeping giant, you know, this might be the push to black people mobilizing and actually, you know, coming together as one. And that, that's what y'all feared. You know, clearly, clearly we know that, you know, you killed a couple of us off. I don't know if this is that episode where that, that, that baby dragon's a full-grown dragon now off of Game of Thrones. Don't wake up that giant. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, but the NFL um, owners were trying to um, vote on a resolution for uh, diversity within um, you the know, workplace. Yeah, well, within the NFL. So uh, right. they basically were talking about incentivizing some draft picks and stuff, but that got tabled. I, I was really rocking with the draft picks kind of incentive because I'm like, okay, at least you know it'll encourage the bad teams to get more blacks within there. And I think it's just kind of something that's recognized as disproportionate. So this is the problem I have. The NFL is anywhere from 70 to 75% black in terms of players. Right. Okay. That means the other 25 is white and whatever else is mixed in there. And Patrick Chung, so maybe like an Asian or Hispanic guy. Um, yeah, I'm just being real. So as these guys are players, and that's 75% of the league, those players come, go on to want to become coaches, trainers, GMs, managers, you know, they want to executives, announcers, whatever. They want to get involved and stay involved in the sport because they love football. So and that's the problem. You can't have, okay, well the players are just the representation but everything else isn't. Doesn't make any sense. It's still disproportionate. That means you guys aren't hiring these guys. Right. And that's a problem. They're there. Because they're there. They're capable of doing all the same things. You're just not allowing them. And that's right. a problem. Like, the NFL needs to... Yo, the NFL has a race problem. When it comes to that level of the league, it has a race problem. Right. And they need and they need to... So, what was the vote? Um, Did it- they, 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 I know they voted to, like, redo the Rooney Rule to kind of extend it. So, the Rooney Rule is currently... They have to... Um, I want to say... It, it was currently... Or before they changed, I guess it was you had to interview at least one minority uh, candidate for each for position. yeah for for a head coaching position and um, a GM position. I think they extended it now. To, it has to be at least two. It has to go through like across the board. So now it's coordinators, um, training staff, like all that. So it kind of just diversifies. Right, yeah, we diver- we diversify in everything. Y'all gotta y'all gotta give them a shot because they're there and they're not getting a shot. Doesn't mean they have to pick them though. But the and fact they're, they're still gonna so the, then the question become it's gonna it's gonna just like what's going on now it's gonna be more pressure because it's more eyes on it and if they're not getting hired the question is gonna be why what, what, and then what's gonna why, happen next what are they gonna what, have to go do now it's gonna, not to be part gonna, of they're gonna they're gonna start make, they're gonna start pushing you're, it's like you're forcing the league's hand just judge and I don't understand the problem pick people off merit it's the easiest thing in the world I can pick the person that was best they gave me the best chance to win you know what if i I, when you're brought up to think that your race is the best race or and you're not to to think otherwise then you have that mentality 
So that's a mentality that you can't change. And that's the mentality that you're going to give your kids. And then your kids' kids are going to give that same mentality. You might have some outliers. You might have that that Rebecca who rebelled all through middle school and high school. And she's cool with the black people. And she can never bring you over to her house because her parents are racist. And she just wants to chill with you at your house. You know, like, there, there's people out there that... that that do understand that what is happening is wrong. And sometimes those people are more vocal than black people. You know, these are people who just care about people in general. Wrong is wrong, right is right. And there are some people who says wrong is wrong and white is right, no matter what the situation is. And that's a problem. And, and the question is, is how, you can't really change that mentality but you could put things in in you could put things in order or create things where if you do decide to do this and you, you might, but just know you're gonna go to jail, like you said, you know. Mm-hmm. So and, and I feel like that should go the same way with the NFL situation. It's like why are we gonna wait for it to escalate? Because we already know you're not gonna pick them because you don't have to. Oh, you're just putting this in this is something that we're just agreeing on, but we're still gonna pick who we want to at the end of the day. Because we have the money. So, you know, hopefully we'll see some some changes out there. You know, hell, they probably are having backroom door conversations right now saying, hey, we're all going to hire, you know, one, you know, let's all hire five black people and then they'll, they'll be quiet. It's just, it's just, I'm like, the, the, the sport itself is full of black men. So how can you sit here and tell me? Because you're good enough to play, but you're not, not good, good enough, enough to, to fit next to me. Yeah, you're not good enough to coach it. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make. Of course it, not. Doesn't make any sense to me. But like it, like I said, man, what you're going to start to see, and it's inevitable because you're starting to see in the National Football League now. Last year was the year of the black QB. Mm-hmm. You're gonna start. To see, you're going to see more black NFL quarterbacks. It's more now than there's ever been before. But you're you're starting to see it, kind of. Blossom, and we're going to continue to see that to blossom. These dual threat uh, QBs of color that can chuck the ball because you know what? Eventually, the the athleticism and the and the development of the sport, you know, wins out. And last time I checked, we still playing, so it is what it is. So I mean, I think it's inevitable. I'm you know? praying that you know positivity comes out of the situation. Um, no, I'm, I say that because once upon a time, you know, black guys couldn't beat the quarterback, you know, in right. the sport. We weren't smart enough. So and once upon a time, bro, we weren't allowed to drink from the same water fountain. Yeah. But look, look where we look are. Where we at? We're still here yeah, living man, in the 60s and in Who's to say 200 years from now we won't be uh, the kings of the earth back? <laughs> I don't know. <sighs> bro, I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of... I, I'm going to say it. I, I, I thought I wasn't going to, but 2020, mm-hmm. a lot of shit has happened. Right. Don't be surprised if some other shit that normally wouldn't happen happens in 2020. I don't really know what that's going to be. It's just the vibe that I have. You mean, like some, you mean like something good? Positive or negative. Like, I don't really know the vibe. Like, damn, like, it, it, it might be the scenario, and I, and I and I pray to God that it's not where they turn and shoot on the crowd, 
Or it could be the the time where the black people are really progressive on this movement and and instead of staying where we were left by by our predecessors. I'm gonna just put it in perspective, right? LeBron gonna win that title. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty two teams, LeBron LeBron gonna take that shit. Anything else you got to tell the people today, bro? Um, I mean, just just you know, stay 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 healthy out there, man. Stay safe. Um, you know, we all gonna get through this. Uh, like like uh, in the words of Killer Mike, man, mobilize, strategize, and um, you know, make moves. Yeah, man. Um, my biggest thing is just make sure you guys stay safe out there. Make smart decisions. Know your environment. Um, you know, look out for each other. You know, they're not doing it for us, so we got to make sure we're looking out for each other. Um, and make sure that, you know, your friends are making smart de- uh, decisions. Um, you know, other than that, you know, you know, just stay focused and... You know, hopefully that justice will be served and we'll start to see a a different trend um, that's been going on. For sure. We out. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Valley G and Javel Martinez. Hey, don't forget to follow us at the session underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. That is the session underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. As usual, this episode was an interpretation of the situation. Two G's in a pod.